You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do you find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Sherbunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses, are you ready to get your financial life in order? Once and for all, as soon as possible? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you often lose track of how much money you have to spend? Do you want to get your financial life together, but just don't quite know how? I am with you. I've been there. I've struggled through all of these. And I know you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to get better. So why do you continue to struggle? I know you can get your own money in order. It took me years to figure out. It took me years of pain, struggle, frustration, anger. But you don't have to go through all of that. You don't even have to get a financial planning degree like I did in order to be successful. Allow me to present to you my Money Flow System, a free playbook of how you can automate your finances, even if you hate budgeting. After you download this free playbook, you will never have to worry about budgeting and who likes that budgeting thing anyway. You will stop accumulating debt and create a bulletproof plan of how to quickly pay it off. You will be able to pinpoint exactly what your income and expenses are. You will never have to miss a single bill again. And you will always, always have a solid idea of how much money is in each of your accounts. So head over to money-flowsystem.com to download my free Money Flow Playbook, a blueprint to streamline your finances in less five or five weeks. Guaranteed. Head over to money-flowsystem.com. Hey, Money Bosses. Welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. Anna's here. I am excited for this month of October because I wanted to remind all of you out there that it's actually a national month for financial planning. And it's, it's actually kind of cool that in my profession as a financial planner, there's a whole month devoted to this financial planning thing, right? The money thing that we're all so focused on and really being good with that. So let's talk about some of the things that you could be working on and ideas that I've got for you. But, you know, I want you to kind of, I know we're getting in the, in the midst of holidays here pretty soon. So the sooner we start to do these kinds of things or pay more attention, the easier it gets. And so I want to kind of start with saying this, that saving and kind of focusing on this, like working hard, saving your money is great. And I know a lot of you are doing that. But I think that the success that you're going to see really comes down to creating an actual outline that will allow you to reach your goals a lot faster. And I know that, especially for busy parents, that's like 
the, you know, the extra fast lane kind of a ticket that I want to get for you here. Now, I know that I said October is the whole month that you can devote to focusing on, on your overall plan. And that's great. The more time, the better. So, you know, I want you to really kind of understand, you know, what are some of the pieces that go into creating a financial plan? And if you've never created one, don't stress out. It's totally okay. A financial plan, or what I like to call it, is a roadmap. I like it for for the reason is that it can adjust with you as you adjust your life. You focus on your targets or your financial goals. And that's what really drives the things, not the written plan or, you know, if you have it saved somewhere on your computer and you never look at. So don't stress out about the fact that you maybe never done anything formally, because I want you to start with, with this thought in mind. You have specific things that you're working toward. You have goals. And we can talk a little bit about how do you make those goals a true financial goals. And that's what's going to drive your steps, right? Or your decisions or your actions that you can take. Everything else, it's like, I call it a puzzle. It really is a puzzle because once you solve it, all the pieces that we stress out about, like making sure we spend, you know, within the parameters of our, of our budget, make sure we pay the debt off and we save enough money, like all of those pieces really come together. Once you have this path, once you envision this path. And so that's where the financial goals or creating real financial goals is really crucial first step in creating this outline. So. How do you define a financial goal, right? What is it? What, how is it different from just a goal? Two things that have to happen in order for you to have a financial goal. One is it needs to have a deadline for it, or it needs to have a date that that goal is going to happen. And I'll give you some examples in just a minute. And the second thing, it needs to have a dollar amount attached to it. Okay. So let's use a simple example of buying a car because I had a client earlier email me today saying that they've just purchased a car. So that was top of mind. So if you have a goal of buying a new vehicle, and let's say it's happening two years from now. So your date for that goal, purchase a new vehicle is 2023. And your goal is to spend $25,000 on that new vehicle. So now your mind, right? See, this is also, these things are done on purpose because it helps your mind Now to focus on how to attain that goal, right? Not whether it's possible, none of that stuff, but more about, okay, I know I have that target. What has to happen in order for that goal to be true? So in 2023, you can get even more specific. You want to purchase a vehicle that costs $25,000. Now we start to do the work. Well, maybe perhaps you currently have a vehicle that you can sell that will give you additional money to fund that goal. Will you be buying it for cash or will you be financing it? So we start to break that down, but at least on your roadmap, and that's what I want you to start building for yourself, you're going to have these mile markers, right? These stops or these targets or these goals that you're going to work toward, okay? So sit down. If you've just given yourself a refresh or you've never worked on anything like that, just put everything on a piece of paper. Take out a piece of paper, grab a glass of wine if that helps you or cup of coffee, and really think about what do I want to accomplish and break it down into like next three years, next five years, and then anything longer, like 10 years plus. What are some of these big targets? Do not worry about whether it's possible. Don't worry about how you're going to fund it. Put it up there. There's definitely some magic that happens when once you start to lay this out. Okay, so we're going to start with the goals. And maybe perhaps if you are focusing on kind of devoting some time 
for year-end planning and realigning all of your financial pieces, you give yourself a little bit of time to think about this. Share it with your significant other. Have that money date that I've been talking about for a while where you can discuss. Maybe you never know what, what your other, you know, the other person is thinking. Maybe they have some new ideas or maybe they kind of see this differently. But remember, you got to have a date for it. You've got to have dollar amount attached to it. Okay. So we've got that piece working in, in progress. And again, it's not going to be once, you know, sit down and do it, never look at it. That's the thing that you come back to pretty much all the time. That's your tracking board. So I want you to start to understand kind of like the bigger picture. What are your, and I call that a financial pulse. I want to kind of think about what are some of the important pieces that you have to have under control. And I know you know these things, but it's like, it amazes me how we just get so, you know, busy is probably the best word to describe everyone's lives that these just kind of fall off our you know, radar. So a couple of things. I want you to really get a good review of your spending. Like look at your, pull up your credit card statement. They really, credit card statements or companies that use, you know, lately do really good reports. Where's your spending? And you're doing this not from a place of judgment. And if you need that, that's great. Maybe you need to readjust it. But you're doing it because you need to understand what is happening, where all the money is going, what is your behavior? And if you don't, do it, then you wouldn't know. So that's kind of like part number one of your financial pulse. If you're working on tackling debt and you need to reset that plan, do it now. You know, maybe this is next couple of months until the year end and holidays kick in. You have a real good shot at you know getting that under control so that when January rolls around and you're not putting this on your New Year's resolutions list, you really actually have a plan to pay the debts off. The other side of this would be to update, review, and discuss with your significant other your emergency reserves. I feel like we talk a lot about, okay, you need to have, or goal is to have three to six months worth of, you know, savings that are, you know, equate to your monthly expenses. And a lot of people do that. But then once you set it up, it's not, it's not like one of those things you forget it and you, you know, maybe once in a while tap into your emergency reserves. I'd like you to revisit it and see, is it still on target? Does it still have the appropriate number that it needs to have in order for you to feel comfortable and safe? I've seen a trend quite a bit. I don't know if it's exactly a trend, but I've seen this conversation happen over and over again in the last, since pandemic started, last 18 months, whether you should have a higher emergency reserves because we live in such uncertain times, right? Maybe there's a job loss or, you know, any, any other big kind of expenditures. And I think you should. You should look at, especially... Maybe for those who are business owners, self-employed, you're, if you have income that's not guaranteed, right? They're not going to show up in your bank account every two weeks or every one week, then you really need to think about beefing up your emergency reserves. So those three pieces will definitely give you a baseline financial pulse picture where everything is, is at. Then I want you to think about your investments. There's a lot of conversations about, you know, how stock market is doing well and, you know, all of these crazy things. But let's start with the baseline things. I want you to focus on the long-term goals. Everybody's going to have retirement on our horizon, whatever that looks like to you, but not to waste time, right? Or lose time not investing. What are you saving? Have you maximized all your possible savings options? You still have time to catch up on that before the end of the year. Are you saving in the 401k or similar plans? Are you doing contributions to Roth IRA accounts. Can you do contributions to Roth IRA accounts? Maybe there's a backdoor 
option that exists for you. So um, these are just friendly reminders for you to think about what is it that is available. Next on my list of items under investments is to look at education savings for kids. So how are you staying on track? If you go, if you have a goal to save for college education, are you on track for those numbers? It's interesting how we always focus on like, okay, we're saving in the 401k or IRAs are maxed out. What about 529 plans if that's what you're saving? Are you on target? Have you looked at those numbers? Because college costs are increasing pretty significantly. And I love to see, doesn't happen that often, but I do have clients that come back and we look at their you know, savings amounts and how much time is left until the kids are starting to draw on those accounts. And sometimes it happens where they are like, fulfilled their goal way earlier than their actual deadline, right, for that goal. So are you close to reaching your goal with college savings? Maybe those savings could be used for paying for private school. So I'm just throwing these things out there for you to think about that. And then, of course, when you sit down and kind of do this global review, and that's why I actually love the fact that this whole month was dedicated to doing a lot of the stuff because it's hard. You, I know you can't do all of this in one session, even in creating a financial plan or money roadmap, it takes some time. So, you know, spread this out, kind of start with the simple things that you can get out of the way and then kind of build up from there. And then also because you're doing this towards the end of the year and sort of thinking about the future, what is the plan for next year? What are goals are you going to put in front of yourself? I want you to think about short-term goals. So like next 12 months. And then of course, you've got your longer term targets that you're trying to hit. So kind of start with that. That's really what's driving a lot of your decisions, even though you may not be thinking that way. And just going back to what we talked about a minute ago with like saving in the 401k or saving for your kids' education. It is all, the reason you're doing is because it's all backed up by these financial goals that you have. So think about that, focus on what's in front of you, what is really within the reach and how you can make changes, right? Maybe it's that it's it's the mindset and habits that you need to tweak all the other pieces you got situated pretty well that, you know, that's going to help you get to the next level. Because that's really what, when you come back and review your progress, and I just came back from a conference in Florida and Tony Robbins was one of the speakers and the talk, the focus of his talk for any of those who, you know, know what Tony really talks about in his, you know, his programs and his books, he talked about fear. And, you know, how do we, there's, I mean, I could probably record a hundred more episodes on this topic and, you know, how do we make decisions? How do we live our life, right? Running away from this, from this fear and what it, you know, what drives us to do. And the one way to overcome that is actually, and, you know, this whole idea of being happy is to actually see progress. It's not reaching your goals, unfortunately, which is, I know, I think a lot of you know that. It's the whole process. It's the striving. It's the progress towards reaching those goals. Because I know you've probably been there. It's like you work hard for something. And once you get there, you're like, oh, that is not how I thought it was going to feel. You feel good for some time, right? It's amazing whether you had a financial goal or personal goal or whatever it is. But it starts to you know, kind of go from there to so get that high. So what I wanted to share, that, that message that I got from you, it's like the progress is what makes all of us, right, excited about this. And that's why I want you to have this check-in point with yourself because you're going to see your progress. 
And the progress is not, at least in the work that I do, I don't measure the progress based on how much return you got in your portfolio. That is all great. It's awesome. We look at those numbers, but the real progress is have you reached your financial goals? Because that's really at the end of the day, what's what's going to equate to that happiness. So I hope you're excited about this. Let me know what questions or topics you want to talk about. I'm happy to expand more. This is definitely just to get you started, but I really want you to take this as a resetting point. Get in front of yourself because there's so many exciting things and I am working on reviewing and updating my own personal financial plan as well because I want to kind of be running with you guys in the trenches and supporting you in all of this. So let me know what questions you have. Until next time, remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, Money Boss, thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone, uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your life.